Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Perfectly Flawed. Today, we have three people sitting at our table. My co-host, Tammy, and we have an amazing, amazing guest today. So, pull up your seat and get ready. Please welcome Chaney Fletcher. Chaney is a mom of five and one angel. She's the CEO of Fostering New Hope, LLC, and she is an amazing coach. I had the pleasure of a coaching session with her myself, and she is a straight shooter with a kind edge. As you guys know, I always introduce our friends, our new newcomers, with a card. So Cheney's warrior goddess card is this. Cheney is the warrior goddess of hope. She fosters new hope into your life just at the point where you think you have missed your stop and have no idea where to go. She comes along, she takes your hand, and she says, look, do you see that? That's the door. You already have the key within you. So without any further ado, welcome Cheney, and thank you for joining us at our table. Welcome to our table. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, how are you doing since I've last talked to you, Terry? Because you're right, we did a quick coaching session. It sounds like everything's doing much better. Yep, we did a quick coaching session. And when you hit me with the coaching set, when when we started our coaching session, you asked me about, or we you nailed it, was fear for me. I was having a lot of fear issues, and you nailed it right away. And I think the biggest thing that I took away from it was my positivity, which I knew was key. But you showed me that door and you said, look, you're standing at the door. All you have to do is take what you know and open that door and walk through. And so I took that positivity and I now have a part-time job, which, as you know, when we were talking, that was part of my worry after my big move that I did have an extra income coming in, even though I have a business that I'm working on. As you know, it takes time to grow a business. And so I took that coaching call and I said, all right, she's right. I know what I need. And what I need is to feel more safe and not so worried about things. And what will do that for me is some kind of a job that's not going to be that 75 hour a week job where I lose sight of my goals, but it's going to be that job that brings me joy and yet still allows me to move ahead. And so I did find a job at a bar, which is funny. I'm going to be cooking in the back and I'm going to be able to use my skills at network marketing to share their page and share the different things there and hopefully give them a little bit of marketing advice in the process. So you opened a door for me and I I definitely feel so much better. And it was only what a one hour call? I mean Yeah. That was some serious Yeah, that was serious help. I can't take credit. You did all the hard work. I just sat there and said, but I I don't hear you saying this. So why aren't you saying this? Yep. So I'm so thankful that it helped you. I'm, and... <laughs> I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful that you're here and you can tell everybody else about all this 
Amazing advice. So, when you were introducing Tamara and I, or Tammy, you were explaining that you have a job that not everybody likes. So, have you done it in your community specifically, or have you actually done it in a county over, perhaps? Was that for me? Uh, or for, for me? Yeah. Um, I'm actually in a different town. I work in a different town. So do you think that helps a little bit for you? Um, it does because I you know it's funny because I pretty much know everybody. We have a lot of regulars that come in and uh, my previous manager at the place was like, you know, everybody. And I'm like, I do because I've been in this area for so long and I know people in like all the surrounding towns and I have a lot of family and a lot of friends or friends that are family. And uh, especially in this particular town where I am, I am working currently, so. Do you think that that helps you or hinders you a little bit? Um, it depends. Sometimes I think it does hinder just a bit, but um, I think I need to get more so into our community here with the other moms. I'm not a regular mom. I don't fit in with those soccer moms or the, you know. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. <laughs> So I, I was just kind of curious because I've worked in your line of business too, and I actually chose to go two counties over. And when I took that step to go two counties over, I realized that I had less judgment because I didn't know who I was working with. So it's a little easier to have that positive mindset surrounding helping them without having all the whispers of the community of, oh, this yeah. is so-so doing this. So I was just kind of curious about that. Yeah, it's it's funny though, because there's um, a lot of my regulars, I have, it kind of outweighs the, oh God, not that one. I have a lot of, oh, she's here today, yay. <laughs> but that's have, good. Yeah. You built that rapport and that trust and that's needed with the job that you do. Oh yeah. So do you feel that being able to know exactly what they're doing kind of helps you do your job better so you're not making a snap judgment uh sometimes yeah you know just I I try to keep an open mind on a lot of different things and you know just in general plus I'm also raising a seven-year-old child and trying to keep him with an open mind yes yeah. I have an eight-year-old and a seven-year-old so I understand that because they're hitting that age where it's not yeah. so easy anymore <laughs> a seven-year-old boy with a PMSing 16-year-old girl shoved into him so oh no I'm not there yet I have an eight-year-old that's autistic and then my seven-year-old she's the only girl and then of course the four-year-old and the three-year-old who are just like twins they cannot be separated and then a three-month-old and so, and ask Terry. So right now, <laughs> you can ask Terry. My son is enough for twins. <laughs> yes, I get that. My first was too. <laughs> yeah, he's and, in. A, um, he's got the energy. Yeah, quite a rare breed. <laughs> so then, this kind of goes both along with both of you. How can you, moving forward, try and keep that positivity when you're working with people that you may not like? Um, I would probably try to find at least one thing positive about them. 
Like, um, I like your dress. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say is a lot of times I pull out a compliment. Okay, I don't like the person, but wow, those shoes are great on you. (laughs) Yeah. And that can help us in the moment realize to be positive. But something that I've learned is actually when I leave, when I'm dealing with them face-to-face, it's harder. So when I leave, I sit there and I process things through. And when I'm processing, I'm asking myself, what possibly could be happening in their lives to make them the way that they are? Because sometimes we get to jumping to conclusions and we forget that they are human. And there is something probably going on behind the scenes. So they are reacting a certain way to us. I do occasionally do that myself. And then when you kind of do that and you put pieces together, it's a little bit easier to be positive with them. And once you hit that positivity mark, it's not so overwhelming anymore. Do you feel that way too, Tammy? Yeah, definitely. And it's something that's really hard to keep doing constantly because it takes a lot of time. If you reflect it to yourself, because you know, other people, when they react with you, they're not looking at you like, okay, what's going on with her? Right. So, you know, if you can bring that around to reflect, basically reflect in the mirror. And I think that's, isn't that sometimes the hard, like the hard part about it is like, I can feel my inner child stomping and going, don't you know what I'm going through? Don't you have any idea how bad my life is compared to yours? I mean, I can hear that inner stomping child when I get to that point. Yeah. I, many years ago, I learned something that, um, through an unfortunate circumstance, my mom passed away when I was nine, but I have learned that, you know, somebody's always got it worse than you. Right. Um, like the, the person who caused the car accident that made, you know, killed my mom, she's got to deal with the rest of her life that she killed the mother of three. And she doesn't need my anger. She doesn't need my, she's got her own problems. She's got her own demons. And then, you know, going through life, at least I had relatives and family that took care of me throughout my life. And there are people who are in my same circumstance that didn't have that. You know, a friend of my husband's, his, he had heart issues and his parents would leave him at the hospital at like five, six years old by himself to go through a surgery because the father was off with the woman and the mother was out doing her thing. Right. And it's so yeah. easy to forget that they have that backstory and something may be hitting them harder than it typically would. So they're reacting to their inner self, but it's portraying as them reflecting on you. Mm-hmm. But it can go both ways too, because something I've learned and I struggle with all the time is that when I am feeling those negative feelings towards someone, it's because I see something in myself in them that I don't like. And then I have to kind of go back and say, okay, why am I reacting this way? And what can I do to change it? Because I'm all about, we have the power to change everything in our life. We absolutely do. I mean, as you saw, I mean, you definitely saw me when I was in a period of the stomping child, like, ah, nothing's working. And I've been through so much and nothing's working. And yet you pointed me to the door and you went, 
okay, look at the door, and it just kind of helps switch. And I think at the same time I was going through a, um, a challenge, I think that was the same week where we were going through a manifestation challenge in a group that I belong in. And those two things really just helped me to forward you know, look, look at it and say, oh, okay, especially like when I'm reacting to my daughter having one of her tantrums and I'm sitting there going, well, you're not the only one who had all this stuff happen, but yet I can look at it and realize, oh yeah, but there's days when I sound like this or when I at least think I might sound like this. Coming from a different place as a daughter. Yep. Yep. It does. It, it changes it. And it's so, it's just so... Um, eye-opening. Right. Quickly, sorry. Quickly going back to um, the complimenting, just quickly. Terry has a story about being in the dollar store with my son that probably would uh, be a good example. Oh my gosh, we we were in the dollar store, and there was this woman who was very rudely, like you know. Uh, you know how they how some women just or not just women but some people in a store like they're pushing ahead and and <sighs> huffing and you know this terrible thing like and and she was get going past us and as she goes past he looks up and he goes wow you are beautiful sorry folks we had a little tiny interruption there so we're in the store and he compliments this woman and he's like you are beautiful and she stops and she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And she's like, I'm just rushing because I have a party and you know, I don't even know why I'm rushing. There's no rush anyway. Until I get there, they can't do anything anyway. I don't know why I was in such a huff. And it totally changed her attitude. It even changed her whole face. Just the way she looked. All of a sudden, the beautiful woman that he saw all of a sudden came out. And I think that it takes a small child like that. There have been many times where Damien has said something and I went, oh my gosh, wow. And I think it does take those little kid moments to snap you out of it and have you realize, well, why am I rushed and disturbed over a party? What? So what's the worst case scenario? I get to the party and there's no balloons. Life's not oh, stopping, uh, right? Yeah. Right? And I think it put it in perspective. That's what I've noticed. I'm very good at seeing the outside of something and pulling from the inside to kind of kindly remind them that, hey, you know, maybe we should try this way instead. And so that's what I do. And then once they have that aha moment, I help them even further by creating that plan of action for them to follow to get the results that they want. It's all them, not me. I'm just the support person. You're just op showing them where the door is and they're opening it to walk through. And that's what you did for, I mean, you opened up that door and I went, oh my gosh, I had the key all the time. Here I was looking all over the place and it was right here. But it took that bit of coaching to say, look at this. Sometimes outside that window. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm that person on the outside, and speaking to you, I hear what you're saying, but I pick up on what you're not saying either, mm -hmm. and what you're not saying is what I'm bringing forth in a very casual way, and then we kindly 
walk through it with no judgment. Right. I, I can't judge another person. It's not for me. Your journey is your journey. I'm just there to help support you along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of coaches out there who miss that point, who are just, you know, we're, they want so badly to make you do it that they're pushing in a way that maybe just doesn't, whereas your way is a, it's it's not a pushover. You had enough kids to be like, yeah, I'm not going to be run over or be asked, but I am going to do this a little softly so that you don't feel like I pushed you out the nest. <laughs> Right, I'm just trying to get you to pick up on what you're missing so that you can push yourself forward. That's all I'm trying to do, and that's all I want to do. I want it to be your ideas by your definition of success so that you are enjoying it to the fullest. If I sit here and tell you what to do, you're not going to enjoy where you get Mm-mm. because it's not yours. Mm-hmm. Here's that missing puzzle piece for you. Yes. Oh, wow. That is, that's a great reference with the missing puzzle piece. And it just, and your whole story. I wonder if that's part of where you learned all this was dealing with your own kids and, and things like that. And all of a sudden you're picking up on it. Probably, but I've actually done this since I was a little girl. Um, Growing up, I had a really bad childhood. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been the one in the group that I was the old soul. Because anyone could come and talk to me openly. I didn't judge them. And then I supported them and moved them forward. So I've had my entire life of practicing this because it was my way of survival. Mm -hmm. And so I've kind of just honed it. And I've started using it with my own kids. And I've done it with actually tons of my friends. Helping them get better jobs that they really wanted and they love. So now they're happier and they're making more money. And I've just kind of decided to take what I do and actually try and help more people to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. That is so amazing that there is that kind of support, especially, I mean, I'm just thinking of moms who are, who've been through some of the stuff that you've been through and getting that um, excess that excess help from the outside um, and, you know, letting people in. Right. And I'm trying to beat the statistics. Um, My background is I aged out of foster care at 18, actually. And so I've built everything that I have by myself. And one of the statistics is that I think it's 3% of people who age out of foster care go on to actually get a college degree because they have no financial needs, means to do so, no support in doing it, and they have to find their own way. And I beat that statistic and got an associate's degree in human services because I wanted to serve others. So you're right. It is difficult. Good for you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And I will say, yeah, I'm sitting here trying to build a business, and I have three of my five kids home right now. And I've had to mute my microphone on numerous occasions to say, hey, get out of here. (laughs) And they listen. Thankfully, they listen when it counts the most. (laughs) That is so amazing. And and it's a testament to what we can do as women from our computer screens. I mean, the three of us are in three different states right now, and yet we gathered together to bring a message to our listeners. 
And even if the kids did happen to make noise, that's part of the point is that, hey, ladies, if this brings you joy, you can find a way to do this in the, right. you know, in the pockets of your day. For me, it's going to be before I go to my night job. That's awesome because I found a job that's going to help me provide for us at night while I build my two other businesses during the day. How amazing is it that we can do that? Right. It's all of our powers. So I will leave on this. Um, stop using excuses as to why you can't do something and turn those excuses into your why you want to do it so bad because that positive outlook on why you need to do it instead of I have to will help push you forward no matter what you're trying to achieve. So the I get to instead of the I have to. Right. I love that. So, Chaney, tell people where they can find you. Tell them about your amazing group and your LLC. So, I have focused on my Facebook group the most. It's called Fostering New Hope LLC. It's on Facebook. Very small. Very supportive. I have an open discussion. So, if you have a question and you want an answer, quickly post in there. And I will try and check it. Or I have tons of people in there who have expertises that are not mine that may be able to help you better than I can. And that's what I love the most about it. And then I do have a business page that I just started. So it's very tiny, but it's again, Fostering New Hope LLC on Facebook. So either way you can get in contact with me. That is amazing. So thank you so much, Chaney, for joining us. And for those of you listening, if you would like a seat at our table, there is always room for one more. So thank you, Chaney, for joining us. Tammy, any last words? Um, well, make it a positive day. Right, positive. I Thanks love it. I love it. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you all next time.